expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 82 points this morning from yesterday's close at 13,556 on turnover of 3.8 billion NT. The market moved sharply higher on Wednesday as strong investor interest pushed up Taiwan semiconductor manufacturing by more than 4.5% amid liquidity-driven buying. The semiconductor sector also got a boost from solid gains enjoyed by their counterparts on Wall Street overnight, as concerns ease over the possibility of more aggressive rate hikes by the U.S. Federal Reserve. A senior White House official says U.S. President Joe Biden will emphasize the importance of peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait at a meeting with leaders of ASEAN countries this weekend. Biden will be traveling to Phnom Penh for the annual U.S.-ASEAN Summit and the East Asia Summit this weekend, before continuing on to Bali, Indonesia, for the G20 Leader Summit next week. According to the U.S. official, Biden will highlight Washington's enduring commitment to the rules-based international order, including in the South China Sea, and talk about the importance of peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait at both summits. Amnesty International's Taiwan office is slamming plans to find coronavirus patients who break their mandatory quarantine to vote in the upcoming local government elections. According to Office Secretary General Chou Yiling, prohibiting coronavirus-positive voters from casting ballots is a violation of legally protected political rights. The statement comes after the Central Epidemic Command Center said patients who break quarantine to vote will face a fine of up to 2 million NT. However, Amnesty International Taiwan says current laws cannot justify the government's decision to prohibit an estimated 300,000 people from exercising their voting rights. In international news, U.S. President Joe Biden says U.S. Democrats are breathing a sigh of relief after not suffering massive losses in America's midterm elections. But the race for the House of Representatives and the Senate remain evenly poised, despite the Republicans' failure to mobilize the tidal wave of voter support they were promising. From Washington, Simon Marks reports. The president took a victory lap at the White House even though there is no victory yet to celebrate. He seemed to concede the House of Representatives will fall into Republican hands and even though the Senate is still up for grabs, insisted the Republicans' failure to deliver on the red wave of support that they'd promised was good for the country. The fact that the Democratic Party 
outperformed anything anyone expected is one that gives everybody like, whew, sigh of relief. Asked what he would do differently to assuage the concerns of voters, he said nothing, saying the public is only just realising how much he's accomplished. He said his intention remains to seek another term in office, but that would be a family decision, he said, that has not yet been made. That was Simon Marks. And Cuban and U.S. State Department officials have met in Havana to discuss the expansion of consular and visa services on the island. Cuba issued a brief statement confirming the meeting took place on Wednesday. The U.S. Embassy closed in 2017 following a series of health incidents. While a full reopening has yet to be announced, U.S. officials have said visa processing would resume in January. A State Department official who spoke on condition of anonymity told the Associated Press that Washington's delegation also discussed concerns about human rights in Cuba. The official said the U.S. urged the Cuban government to unconditionally release all political prisoners. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday, Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.